What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the East Coast Avengers podcast. Uh, I am alone this week, but just like Captain America, I have people on my left. And those three wonderful friends who said, yeah, I'll join your podcast. I'll I'll feel, you know, I feel better about, uh, you know, joining you so you don't feel alone. Uh, Steven, say hello. Hello. Sean, say hello. Hello. All right. And then we have Alex from another Marvel guy. Alex, say hello. What's up, man? I know I'm getting paid for this. That's why I hopped on. Oh, uh, that was supposed to be hush hush. But OK, anyways, um, hey. <laughs> we how come going... he's getting paid? Anyways, paid. What the hell? Anyways, <laughs> we're, we are going to y'all didn't get paid for last last time's episode. So well, now I'm thinking we should have got to readjust <laughs> those contracts. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just let me go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a WB on you and just cancel the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Mid production, <laughs> we're gonna get. We're, I'm gonna get down to the editing of this episode, and then I'm gonna pull it and say, "Guys, I'm sorry. I just had to cancel it." So, <laughs> all the hard work and all the all the opinions that you said are just out the out the window right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to get started on our news and notes. But normally, like we do with the rest of the guys here, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you guys, how's y'all's day? Y'all been all right today? Yeah, man. Wow, that was just <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, I guess. <laughs> okay, well there we go, Sean. You doing all right? I am doing fine, thank you. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. You're... <laughs> 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 all right, so we are going to jump right into it with the Marvel news. Uh, last week, gentlemen, I think we all watched She Hulk episode one, um, and I think personally going. Yeah, I'll go first. I think it was a great episode. It was a good introduction. Uh, very short episode, but that is a given because Marvel technically doesn't have the rights to the Hulk name. So that makes sense. Um, but I think it was a great origin story in miniature version. Um, I thought it was the comedy was great. I thought her breaking the fourth wall was excellent. Um, you you kind of see some, you know, some story plots going on there, um, especially with the Sakaar ship that happened at the very beginning. Uh, I should say, spoiler warning, if you have not seen the episode, uh, I don't know why you're listening to this if you have not seen it, but um, go watch it and then, you know, do, do like the TikTok people say. You know, they say, hey, hey, don't don't keep scrolling, but like this video and then come back to like, you know, make sure you subscribe to East Coast Avengers and then come back, you know, to the episode and listen to it and, and whatnot. But um she-Hulk episode one. Gentlemen, what are y'all thoughts? Alex, I'll let you go first. I like it so far. Um, I was, it's probably unpopular opinion. I was somebody who was kind of let down by Miss Marvel a bit. Um, so I had some high hopes going into She-Hulk. I thought the first episode was good. I'm definitely glad they got rid of the, or they got um, the origin out of the way, like done right away. I like that as a first episode because we, yeah. we kind of used to get in it towards the end. Um, and I don't want that to be played out. Um, if you know if they keep doing it, so yeah, right. I liked it though. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, getting getting that out of the way so we don't have to. Um, I mean, I I, I can't say that uh, I didn't like Miss Marvel because I absolutely loved it. Um, but they did stretch out the origin through the entire series, which is understandable because it is a brand new origin for Miss yeah. Marvel. <laughs> unlike unlike with She Hulk, uh, we kind of get the similar origin just in a different way um but sean what did you think of episode one of she-hulk 
I really enjoyed it. I think it's probably my favorite first episode of any of the Marvel shows, to be honest, because I thought they did a lot of great things in this episode in terms of just like what Alex said with taking care of the origin in the first episode. So that way you can just dive right on in for the rest of the series. Um, They answered a lot of questions that we've had from uh, previous MCU movies. So, for example, why Bruce was in his human form in the end of Shang-Chi. We get to see that here. Um, I'm not quite sure why in this episode he decided to stay a smart Hulk if there was a reason why he he wanted to be human Hulk or uh, be Bruce Banner. But um, but overall, I thought this was just a really great episode. I think it was written really well. And it's going to be, I think, a fantastic series moving forward. So... Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it was funny too because if you go back and watch Shang Chi, you can see that little device that he has on his arm. So, uh, mm. a nice little nod. I don't know if y'all rewatched Shang Chi lately, but I actually watched it last week. I think like last Saturday or something, and I noticed it on his arm, and I was like, "Now wait a minute, uh, <laughs> we just saw that." So it, it's very cool. Uh, Steven, your thoughts on She Hulk? I really liked it. Uh, I enjoyed pretty much everything about it. I thought it was like short and sweet, which I'm glad we're getting nine episodes because if they're going to be 30, 35 minutes, then I think it's going to be like that perfect runtime for me to like just stay interested in. And um, other little callbacks to four other movies. And I love seeing Bruce. So it was really, it was really fun. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if y'all have noticed this either, but Marvel has done it. I think they started, they may have started it way before this uh, or way before Moon Knight, but uh, they have little hidden qr codes that you can scan and uh like if you you know stop watching the show you pause the episode you can scan it on your phone and it will give you a digital copy to the very first she hulk uh comic digitally so um that's a cool little easter egg um another one that you mentioned uh about the easter eggs steven was the uh tony stark helmet and that was confirmed to be one of the helmets that burned in iron man 3 uh, so my assumption is Tony grabbed it and just gave it to, you know, um, Bruce as like a gift or something. Um, Pretty cool gift. Right. Like, come on, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Well, he can't. He's dead. I think it's um, funny anyways. how everyone kind of like overplayed um, like why like Bruce's arm and stuff. And then it it's just like it's kind of I, I feel like the MCU does do that a lot. Like it's it's something that should seem a little bit more important, but they kind of throw it off as a one liner. Which I'm, I was completely fine with, but I thought it was funny how, um, like that was supposed to be such a huge thing for the fan base, and then it just really wasn't, you know, anything big, right? Yeah. Um, but it was confirmed in this episode a huge mystery throughout the entirety of the MCU. It was confirmed in this episode, um, that Captain America did, uh, in fact, have sex, uh, in his time as an Avenger. Um, as Jennifer Walters uh, blurts out at the end credit scene, uh, Captain America, fuck, and then it ends. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know why they wanted to do that. I don't. I honestly don't even know that it was a real topic. Uh, I don't. I don't think people actually sat there and questioned it. Um, but it, <laughs> there it, is a big it, question it, that stems from that, though. But it's for it's Jennifer. Like Jennifer had that question. I don't think people, you know, fans or in general MCU had that question. It was just Jennifer. But what I Jennifer. love, yeah. But what I love with MCU is like, is, is this like the third time that since Endgame there's been some sort of Captain America theory? Like in Hawkeye, we had uh, Captain America. Yeah, Captain America lives on the moon. Was it Hawkeye? Or was it um, 
Falcon Winter Soldier. I think it was Hawkeye. It, no, it was Falcon Winter Soldier because it was Torres. Yeah, Falcon Torres Winter Soldier. Was that's asking right. Sam about it, and Sam was like, "I'm not going to tell you." So that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it was that, and then I, I forget what the other one. I think it may have been internals or something like that. But yeah, it seems like everyone's been fascinated about just exploring uh, Captain America, even though he's he's uh, or Steve Rogers, even though he's gone from the MCU and everything. So I, I, I find it funny and fascinating at the same time. Alex, you were going to say something. Yeah, remember I said I had a question for you guys. Oh yes, yes. yes. Uh, Alex texted me before the show and he said I have a question to ask uh, you three, and he did not tell me what the, what it was. So this is the uh, first first time <laughs> we're hearing this, and so take it away, Alex. What is your question? It's a, it's a, it's nothing really that important. I was just going to ask: Is Captain America still on his grind? he's still the ladies man that um jennifer thinks that he is and if so that would mean he's still alive so is steve rogers alive Ooh, a double whammy um steven i'll let you go first what is what is your answer well steve rogers was never a plumber so i don't think he's laying pipe anytime soon <laughs> um, but i think i i really want to say that he's alive because i feel like sam would be grieving a little bit more throughout that series mm-hmm. and he was actually gone um i don't think we'll see him but i think they'll be like he's alive and he's somewhere i think he's alive also okay i don't think i don't think they would kill off a you know og6 member like off screen i know he, we got our goodbye in endgame and it's a lot to ask him to come back but i think i feel like there's a little bit of a reason like he might be in not as Cap or anything, just as like old man Steve, like he might have a scene in Captain America 4, for all we know. Okay, okay. Sean, what, um, is, your, what is your answer? I feel like he's dead. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's dead. Like, <laughs> he's dead. Well, because in Falcon Winter Soldier, didn't they have like some sort of memorial for him in, um, in that first episode that they were talking about giving the shield and everything, it seems like he is dead. But I mean, I guess Steven, to your point, you think that might be just a cover up or something like that, that he's probably secretly alive. Yeah. I think they're just assuming that he's dead because they weren't there and they saw Sam come back with the shield. So maybe they're like, Oh, Steve Rogers like died in battle, blah, blah, blah. Like let's honor him. Or maybe they're just doing a big honor for this shield and this title. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I think he's probably gone. Um, you know, but to Alex's point, um, you know, I think they oh, they can always leave it open for him to come back and I I still think they're going to do at some point bring in the original uh Avengers later in the future of the MCU and do like some sort of you know, old team Avengers, you know, play on old man Logan and everything and kind of bring them back or like, yeah, exactly. Something along those lines, right. Where they interact with their, you know, Mm -hmm. future selves or an alternate dimension where, you know, they're all older, but they're still, you know, their um, superhero identities and everything like that. So I, I still think they're going to bring them in in the future at some point, but I think in the MCU, I think it's safe to say that he's probably gone, but if he's still alive, that's great. I just don't know why in the story it makes sense to keep him alive um, 
as his, you know, older self right now, you know, so. I think for me personally, I mean, you, you can honestly go one or two ways with it. You can say that he's dead and then end it right there. Um, but I th- I mean, I, Sean, you said you, you made a good point. I mean, they, they, they have it up to however they want to write it in the future. Like, I mean, the door is open for him to return or it could be shut for him being dead. Um, personally, I look at it as a uh, Falcon and winter. I mean, not sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Captain America winter soldier esque uh, kind of uh, theme going on where we saw Nick Fury die, but he didn't die um, unless it's something else that we still don't know about. But um, I can see the government saying, hey, you're such a big asset. You did so much for us. And we honestly have to, you know, talk to you about all your times during this war or during that. Or they're doing something. They're just keeping him captive. I, I mean, there's so many ways you can think about it. But um, I, I personally, they Marvel does this thing where if we don't see a dead body per se, then he's not dead. I'm, I'm looking at yeah. Wilson Fisk. I'm looking at you know, all these other characters that, that uh, quote unquote died in the episode, but they're coming back or they returned in another, you know, you know, like, like, like Loki, Um, you know, he, he is now, he had, he has his own show now, but we saw him quote unquote die. Um, And then, you know, like I mentioned, Wilson Fisk, I mean, Echo just shot him in the face apparently, but we didn't see it on the screen. So he's still alive and he will be back in the um, echo show and daredevil reborn uh, or born again, pardon me. And so like, I, you know, it, it's one of those where I haven't seen a confirmation yet. Yes. There has been a memorial. Yes, there has been, but those, those can always be fake. You can always fake a memorial for someone and then really have that person alive or whatnot. So I don't know, I, I'm, I'm 50, 50 on it, but I think if I had to really trust it and like, you know, trust my gut on it, I think he is dead um but great question honestly and, and to, to your point if he is still alive no i don't think he is the ladies man um i, I unfortunately i do i do think that uh that serum's pumping though it, <laughs> something's pumping um but uh <laughs> it, it, it opened the door as soon as that episode aired it opened the door to uh the entirety of oh my gosh is star lord now the grandchild of Steve Rogers, because uh, if you go back and you watch the first Captain America during that U S tour um, that the one lady that he met or whatever was the same actress that played Peter Quill. Now, again, we've seen yeah. gun confirmed. Actresses. It's not actually her though. Yes. Right? Y- yes. Yeah. Yes. Or I think so. I, I it's related to her at some point, but like I said, we we've, you know, um, you know, we we've seen the uh, like Gemma Chan. She has played Cersei and she's played uh, Minerva in in both two Marvel related you know um, movies. So who's to say like this one actress just played two different characters? That that again, that's always open for discussion. But um, now the conspiracy is out there is that Captain America is Star Lord's grandfather. So open it up to discussion for whoever wants to talk about it. You can. Talk to all of us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on our social medias or whatnot and tag us and let us know what you guys think. But we are going to move on. Again, great question, Alex. Um, but we're going to move on to DC because boy, oh boy, um, it, every time they do something that it seems like it's a W, they take 
more and more L's afterwards. Um, so last week we touched upon um, here on the show how um, it almost looked like uh, Matt Reeves's Batman was not greenlit. However, WB has now given a life, almost like a lifetime contract, a first look contract, as they call it, to Matt Reeves for uh, his entirety of the Batman and this entire universe that he's creating. And it's it is seemingly confirmed that the Batman 2 will be coming soon, probably in the next two, three years. Um, and it will be written by Matt Reeves and Matt Tomlin. Um, which is interesting because didn't Matt Reed, wasn't he the solo writer for the first Batman or was there someone with him? I think there's usually another, um, writer, like, I don't know to what extent, but I think there was another writer in, in that involved in that movie. Got you. Well, it, or like I said, it was confirmed that Matt Reeves and Matt Tomlin are going to be uh, writing the Batman 2. No title yet, no no release date, no nothing. It's just we know we are going to get the movie down the road. Um, something else that was, like I mentioned earlier, the first look contract, meaning WB Discovery now has Matt Reeves basically under their control until the contract ends or, or a buyout happens. I'm talking sports now. Um, but uh, if, <laughs> if, if that's, you know, if, some other company wants to hire Matt Reeves as a writer. Well, Warner Brothers has a first look at him and says, ah, we're going to use him for something else or we're going to take him first. So I, what do you guys think? Do y'all think that's a smart move by Matt? Do you think he needs to, um, you know, ha should he have signed this contract to have a first look or do you think he should have been like, like all these other directors and writers and stuff where um, he gets basically his first take on things it, it, it's kind of flipped a little bit the the um warner brothers discovery now has him under contract and he is only writing for them what do you guys think i mean i think it's probably a smart move for him just because um it's clear from all the interviews i've seen of him and everything that uh he is really invested in this story that he wrote for batman and that he has a plan for like other characters he wants to introduce and given everything that's happening <laughs> with warner brothers <laughs> he's probably thinking that you know he could make some extra money you know because of the position that they're in and that he could probably say look you know if you want me to do this that's fine but i'm going to ask for more money and be able to do that and, and you know i hate to you know make everything about money and the uh, business but i mean at the end of the day that's what it is it's it's about making money and everything like that and i think he knows that he's in a position where he brought in a lot of money from the batman that he has some great ideas that he's really hot in that universe right now and so with everything that's going on with warner brothers i think it's a smart move for him to be able to control that story and be able to have that, that creative control to develop it the way he wants to see it probably with minimum interference with the distribution company which is you know how we know how that's how we know movies get messed up usually is when producers get involved or uh, not the producers i'm sorry but the um the production company gets involved and you know say it has to go a different way and all that he's probably writing it in a way where he has a lot of creative control in that so i think that's a smart move um on the other hand that does limit him to be able to explore other things but 
you know, I, I think he's made a handful of things up to this point and that this has been, um, you know, not the only successful movie he's had, but it's been the most successful movie. And with him, you know, having this invested interest in developing this story that he's created for Robert Pattinson's Batman, I think it's a smart move for him to be able to lock that in with given everything that's going on right now. Got you. Steven, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? If you were Matt, would it, would you have signed this uh, first look contract with Warner brothers discovery? Yeah, totally. I think the Batman was probably, it's probably one of my favorite DC projects ever. Um, I love how dark and gritty it was. And I think Matt Reeves just knows how to maneuver in this kind of universe. And, in the whole, I, th- I remember the beginning when the first Batman was like announced. There, it was going to be a trilogy that he signed on for. So now we got that trilogy, probably, and then all the other spinoff shows that he's making. Yeah, I would totally sign back because it's this is his ballpark right now. He can do whatever he wants. Got you, Alex. Are you on the same boat as them? Yeah, I'm taking it because it's completely severed from the DCEU. I think hey, if like yeah. if they were to put like a something in his contract that made them like merge universes. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm out of here. I I like some of the DCU projects, but I really think they should just tear it down and like fully reboot. So yeah, uh, that's kind of my hands on. It. I don't think that'll really change either. Right, right. Well, unfortunately for the Batman lovers out there, the stands or as we like to call them, the shills. Um, your, your Batman Caped Crusader, which I believe is an animated movie that was going to be coming out on HBO Max, is no longer coming out on HBO Max. They have scrapped it. Um, and instead of just not ever releasing it, they have now put it up for auction for any streaming service to uh, take, you know, take the rights to it. So uh, Netflix, we're looking at you. Hulu, we're looking at you. I'm going to throw out a dark horse. Disney Plus, we're looking at you. Um, you know, Amazon, wherever. It can now be bought from Warner Brothers Discovery on moving forward if it's for the right price, of course. Um, but we do that's have crazy. some other we I, right like why don't you just do that with Batgirl? Anyways, that's a whole another conversation. Um, but we do have some more unfortunate news. It looks like Warner Brothers Discovery is pushing more things back um, because they just announced today that two of their DC films, Shazam: Fury the Gods and Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, have now new release dates. Uh, I will tell you them right now. Shazam! Fury of the Gods has been uh, moved to March 17th, 2023, which was Aquaman's uh, release date. And Aquaman has been pushed all the way back to Christmas of 2023, um, which is kind of ridiculous because, again, like, why? (laughs) Like, why? I I know Aquaman has to do all the Batfleck reshoots and stuff like that, but, like... I was really looking forward to Shazam uh, 2. That that movie had my interest from the get-go. Um, Black Adam also has my interest as well. Um, Aquaman, I was iffy on. Um, the Flash, I'm not going to see it. Um, so, like, everything just keeps getting pushed back and back and back. So, you know, it's very unfortunate that, uh, you know, that these two movies got pushed back. Now, here's my question for you all. Um, from my understanding, and let me see if I got this correct. Um, from my understanding, it looks like, uh, Shazam 2 will either be moved again or Aquaman will be moved again because of the release of Avatar 2, um, or Avatar 3. I can't remember which one it is. 
Um, but Avatar was supposed to be, I think it was Shazam. I think Avatar and Shazam were battling uh, for like, you know, that whole thing, uh, which is interesting, but also like, eh, because who cares about Avatar? Sorry if you do. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think about the, the changes real quick? Steven, we'll start with you. Oh, okay, but um, uh, right now I think Warner Bro- Warner Brothers and DC has to be looking at themselves, and I agree with Alex on this one. You just got to tear that whole thing down because if you're gonna scrap the if you're gonna scrap Batgirl, then you should have scrapped Flash. You should be scrapping Aquaman because of Amber Turd. Um, <laughs> Because she's very problematic as well, so I don't see unless they're going to recast Mera. Yeah, she's not in it anymore. This, like you have to do something to fix this mess, and they're spending a lot of money backing these movies up and still having to promote them. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to be doing. I, whatever happens, happens, and I guess I'll I'll watch movies no matter what. So, right. Well, I, I mean, with with the with the asterisks of the Flash, because. I'm not gonna. Yeah, allow I'm not. You to I'm watch not that. watching that. No. I'm, not, I'm not gonna allow you to watch that. I won't even pirate that movie. There you go. Once through <laughs> movies, won't even have it. Uh, Sean, what do you think? I, I know you are the uh, the expert on uh, making uh, parody videos of this whole debacle <laughs> on Warner Brothers. Um, is this is this now a new video idea for you? I mean, I have tons of video ideas with everything. Here, here's what I'll say: is that. As much of a crap show this has been, I've been loving it because it gives me all these ideas of how I can make fun of the situation, right? Understand. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I I don't know. I I feel like part of me has been looking back at what's been happening the last couple of months, and they must have had this planned out because if you think about it, we didn't really get a whole lot of information from Sajam at um comic-con other than you know they did the guest spot and everything like that and that makes sense because uh you know since they're pushing it back to march they're you know not going to have comic-con when that comes up but they didn't have aquaman on there or any panel for that matter and so my guess is they probably had this planned out and i wonder if they're um trying to smooth things out a little bit or kind of pace out you know all these announcements because they're not coming out in droves or anything like that um and i wonder if they've had a plan to do this all along and i know a lot of people have been saying that the flash is going to be kind of like the restart the the restart movie and everything like that so i wonder if this has always been their plan if they just didn't want to shake things up right away until they had other things kind of under control and everything so yeah i i don't know if it's smart move or not my like i just think if they were smart, they would just scrap the whole thing and just call it a wash and just start over with everything. But it's, you know, it's a lot of money investing it. I get it, but it's just, it's been one disaster after another with these guys. It's, that's not in their 10 year plan, Sean. Don't you know? <laughs> they have a concise 10 year plan that Marvel is the blueprint. Kevin yes. Feige, he, we need someone who, who knows what he's doing. Anyways, um, our last <laughs> topic that we we're going to talk about for all of our video game nerds out there gotham knights will now be released on october 24 24th pardon me four days from its uh original release um which was october 25th math um will y'all be playing it steven i know i think you out of all of us are the biggest uh video game er here um will you be playing this game oh hell yeah i got it pre-ordered already there you go sean will you be <laughs> playing this game i think i will i i 
honestly, if it's a comic book game, if it's anything to do with comic book or superheroes, I'm going to give it a try. So, yeah. And Alex, will you be playing this game? I've seen too much gameplay to feel the need to buy it. Nah, okay. I won't be playing. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't look that appealing to me. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty big gamer, honestly. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's mainly when I'm looking for like a first, uh, not a first person, um, like a story mode single player game. Um, at least story wise, like I feel like the combat has to be good. Like I don't think the combat or mobility is really any better than um you know the arkham games that came out seven years ago the mm-hmm. last one was seven eight years ago so for me it's like you know i can skip it but is rock city behind this i have no idea i don't know couldn't tell you if they're not the night then i get why I, I have no idea. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, Wednesday night as we were recording. Uh, I will tag all of these uh, wonderful people in our uh, episode tomorrow uh, when it airs. Again, gentlemen, thank you so much. Is there any last words that you would like to say? No, nah, thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. Sean, I you're just left out. And my see my dog does it. My yeah, there you go. All right. Thank thank you guys for listening. Peace out, we'll guys. catch you later. Yeah.